All right, welcome back to the Luke Page podcast. In this week's episode, I've got Olivia D'Souza on to talk about podcasting, which is kind of meta. It's most meta, dude. Yeah, man, it's meta. It's, it's, it's meta because you're here listening to a podcast and you're about to listen to an episode about podcasting. Uh, so anyway, Olivia shares how to maximize your podcast to grow your audience, your network, and sales. So buckle up, stranger. We're about to go for a ride. All right, here we go. You're listening to the Luke Page Podcast, the number one podcast specifically made for coaches. Get ready for out-of-the-box conversations from the world's leading coaches and experts. We're going to be talking all things business, health, happiness, and just being the most amazing human being that you can. Why? Well, I ask, why not? You see, we're only here once. We've got one life, so let's make this thing count. I believe that we can have it all. All the money, all the love, all the joy, all the success, all the excitement. I'm here for all of it. And if you are too, then come along with me. Let's do this. Hello, yeah, hello. Yeah, yeah bet me <laughs> to my own podcast. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny, funny. How are all you? Right. That's good. No, I just wanted to make sure I just had it all sorted and figured out. I'm good. So are you from Australia? Yes. Actually, um, you're Melbourne, aren't you? Yeah. Yes. Me too. Well, if you consider, I'm in the Mornington Peninsula, so is that officially Melbourne? Oh, anyway, I'm in Somerville. So I'm out. Somerville. Yes. Somerville. I, Where the hell is so, Somerville? Um, it's kind of inland as far as Bonington Peninsula goes, like 15 minutes yeah. either way to get to to, to the water. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it's uh, yeah, I'm a, it's lots of big green. I live on a couple of acres here, so it's very where nice. all <laughs> So, so very yeah, very I love nice. it here. I, I go down... Um, I, I surf, so I go down to Gunnamatta. Yes, so I, was any, I heard anywhere that. Near there. Absolutely surf. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm not sure how far it is to there. I'm still. I've been here for a few months, uh, but I don't know mm. it like the back of my hand, like people born and raised here. <laughs> but yes, I was thinking right. you would know it for surfing. Yeah. So, like, have you always been in Melbourne, or were you somewhere else? Yeah, I was. Uh, basic. I was born in Brighton, and then have gradually moved further out. <laughs> Born in Brighton. Born in Brighton. Brighton. Born in Brighton. Yes. There you go. Right, well, welcome. Thank welcome you. to the potty officially. Um, how did you get into um, doing podcasting and making podcasting your thing? Uh, I started it for uh, a business I worked for years ago, and it was part of the networking. Uh, Part of joining the local chamber of commerce and thinking, besides swapping cards, how can I stay in touch with people that isn't straight away, you know, asking for a sale, but just building a relationship. And um, so I did podcasting, and I and it was a way to reach out and give someone value and um, keep in touch and build a relationship that was something in it for them. <laughs> mm, so, so yeah. And how long ago was this? Oh. Did you say? No, I didn't say. It's a good. Uh, God, how long ago? It was it'd be over ten years ago now, because it was before my son was born. So maybe twelve mm. or so. Twelve plus years. I don't know. I try to think. Twelve about years. Yeah. <laughs> try not look, to. <laughs> you look familiar. Do you like? Are you like? Is there is there a reason why I, th- I think you look familiar? I don't know. I I no. I was I was famous in Portugal for ten minutes. So you didn't go there. Were you? <laughs> I didn't go to Portugal. I've been to Portugal, but uh, w- what happened in Portugal? <laughs> no, I, I, I sing, and I yeah. um I happen to be like the um the what do you call it? support act? I guess for someone who came out from Portugal who's pretty famous in the Portuguese community and yeah. uh, <laughs> and he was impressed and he said if you come to Portugal I'll get you some gigs and stuff and I got on TV mm. four, four times on four you know oh, shows whoa. that uh, <laughs> so that was pretty cool and I yeah, yeah I don't really speak Portuguese fluently I speak broken and then I get rusty again mm. if I haven't got a reason to practice so I'm like fronting up on shows and singing in Portuguese in front of in front of Portuguese people who know it back to front so that was oh wow Wow. Crazy, yeah. That's, that's, that, is, <laughs> that is crazy. It literally is. 
That is absolutely good. How did you go? So you're so let me get this right. So you're 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 singer. Are we um, recording? Is this the, is this the is this the podcast interview? Are we on? Pretty much. I mean, okay. We're, we're, look, we're, we're, we are we are on. Um, I mean, I, I might I might cut the first minute, but hell yeah, I just I just. Well, I just do a bit of a Don't. dribble at the start and then just listen to it. So, awesome, awesome. Su- surprise. I, I, no, you know no, what? I love this. It's I funny. love this. Because I was thinking it's, it's a nice chat. It's a shame if it isn't in a way. Yeah. Anyway, go on. Yeah, absolutely. It's funny because um, uh, obviously I'm a very informal interviewer. So when you've got someone who's used to it, and especially with you with your own podcast, right, if you've got a particular style and you come on to say mine – or a guest comes onto mine, they're used to a particular style. Mm-hmm. They all do the exact same thing that you said. You're like, are we on? And I'm like, <laughs> yes. I, I love, I love that moment when they're like, Luke, are you, what are we doing? Are we actually on? Like, come yeah, on. Yeah, there is not even one little moment of I'll press Nothing. start. There was just hit record. I, I saw the numbers and I'm like, I don't yeah. usually see the, you know, the three, two, one countdown. No, yeah, this is cool. Like, what is he doing? Surprise. I love, Surprise. I love it. But that's what's really interesting yeah. about doing podcast guesting. Mm. I think is yeah. yeah just seeing all the different styles and I, I'm always learning from from being mm-hmm. on other people's podcasts uh, I find that um that it's really interesting the other different right. approaches yeah yeah definitely and even with um with yours when I um filled out uh, uh the form to go on your it's so funny because I've got nothing and then you've got everything so it's like it's it's like opposite ends of the scale yeah so like you're you got all this seems like you do a lot of research and you got all this information and like mine's the opposite where it's just like I like to be in the moment and go okay who am I talking to and I guess the way I do it and it maybe it's a maybe it's a bad thing but I don't know it's just kind of what I do I do it where I'm like if I've just met you which we just have technically met mm-hmm. that's how I run my podcast and I'm just like if I if I met you at a cafe I just ask questions like I've, we're sitting at a cafe and that's mm-hmm. how I do it so it's think, uh, it's very cool. I think it's really interesting that there's so many different ways to. There's no one correct. Like I've interviewed people no. where they've written a book and it's been really helpful if I've read the book because I've it's gone taken me places that I wouldn't have if I hadn't read the book. But then I've been on podcasts yeah. where I interviewed and people didn't know anything and it's just a different approach and it just depends. And I think you've got to back yourself with your style. There's mm. different types of interviews and it's all and different ways to everything. Got to back yourself. It is. It is different. And, and look, you know, I get really impressed when I jump on someone's podcast and they know all this stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> man, that's just like, I just don't do that. And I'm kind of, and when I, whenever they do know stuff about me, I'm kind of like, man, it makes me go, I should do some more research on, on my guests. But uh, anyway, do, that's yeah. what, you know, my audience kind of like the weirdness of my podcast because it just <gasps> go like, for example, just like the conversation that we're having right now, it's like completely unplanned and there's, it's sporadic. Um, I wanted to actually I, ask you. You're going to be on my podcast, yeah. so I should probably save it for that. But no, I've mm. thought of it now. And you just mentioned weirdness, and I'd love to yep. know what makes you what makes you weird. What's weird about you? <laughs> what makes me weird? What a what a question. So are we? That's it. We're swapping podcasts now. You're you're <laughs> you are now interviewing me on my own podcast. Um, what Hang makes with you us, weird? Bro. What makes you weird? Um, I would say the first thing that makes me weird would be uh, I've got many diverse interests and generally, um, so for example, let's just say that you're into sports and you could say the typical sports jock, yeah? Do you, mm-hmm. you're, you know what the sports jock means? If uh, anyone that's listening to this is doesn't know the term jock, it's kind of like a stereotypical person that's into sports, right? Um, so usually, let's just say that you're, like a, you're really into sports, a lot of the time, there's certain things in life that comes along with sports. So let's just say I'm into football. So you might say the stereotypical sports football guy, he likes his beers. Um, he likes hanging out with his mates and going to the pub and things like that. So I guess that I don't tend to fit into any box and I've got so mm-hmm. many diverse interests that kind of don't hang out with each other. So I've got all these different groups of friends, for example. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've grown up with football, so I've got my footy yep. mates. But then I love surfing and none of my footy mates surf. None of them. You don't get footy and surfing together usually, usually, mm-hmm. right? So it's a completely different game. Then uh, I'm obsessed with personal growth and business and mm-hmm. none of my surfing mates, none of my footy mates are into that stuff. So then I've got that side of things. 
So I'm just like, I don't fit into a box and it kind of makes me weird. Um, I basically get along with a lot of different types of people just because I like certain things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say if you, there, that's my answer. That's it. Okay. I'm done. <laughs> now, are you asking me that question because you label yourself as weird? Yes. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> So, what makes uh, you weird? I know. Well, to to be honest, I've I've had uh, I've noticed. I think a lot of entrepreneurs are weird. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would definitely agree there. <laughs> I think you have think to not, be weird, don't you? I think we're not normal, and um, no, I and I've so it's and it's been really interesting to notice this because you can go along in your life and try to do things the correct way and all the, these things, and then you realise, oh, hang on, I'm a bit weird. <laughs> And my brain works like this, and mm-hmm. and you and to see the gift in that, and like I mm-hmm. I see all the people in my in in around me that have similar things, like so be multi multi passionate and yep. want to go in different directions, and then find and then realize, uh, like I have been, I've got different passions, and people have seen me go off and do different things. Uh, yeah. I do, I've, I've been a VA, so I've done in between. In that sort of context, I've done lots of different jobs within that, and I've also do yep. kids' music, which I still am doing, and I'm very, very soon mm-hmm. this month in a few next few yep. days, I'm going to be hitting publish on some very exciting YouTube clips for kids. So nice. <laughs> I came in here so to talk about in, podcasting. That's what I'm that's, here especially yeah, for. But yes, I'm multi. I'm multi passionate, and that's a, that's a bit weird. So I'm into kids. I'm um, yeah. into music, and I write music for kids and I write it for grown-ups too, but I can't, I haven't got time to do every everything. So that's getting a bit neglected. Um, yeah. And yeah, and just realising that I want to go in all these different directions and mm. then realising, okay, I made this way. Uh, how do I hack it and make it um, a positive thing where you put the puzzle pieces together to create something unique? So... Very if that nice. makes sense. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. So how has all that, what you've just said there, your weirdness and uniqueness, how has that helped you craft your podcast in a way that kind of defines you, yeah? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'm bringing, as I've discovered more about myself and my weirdness, <laughs> I'm bringing more of that into my podcast. So... Uh, I know we're all supposed to uh, niche down, and that we are. But we and you've talked about niching down because I have researched you. <laughs> oh, oh, there you go. But one thing I, I was about, about to, yeah, I was about but, to say no. I don't believe in niche at all. Oh, <laughs> I mean, were you? You, already know. <laughs> you, you? You got me there. You got uh, me there. Yeah. I better be uh, telling the truth on this podcast today. <laughs> um. Yeah, so I've, I, I guess how it's come together for me is that I, I, in the past, have gone in different directions and I've, I've fought that and gone, I'm going to go in one direction and I stick to the one thing and it's going to be podcasting and I'm just going to talk about podcasting and lead generation and things that totally relate to that. And then I'll go, but mm. I want to talk about deeper things. I want to talk about meatier things, things that matter, and I want to bring some personality into it. And then I've seen and and I'm thinking, well, you can niche in terms of basically I think our niche is end, ends up being us, <laughs> you know. Mm. Basically you show mm. up and just be yourself and you will attract people who get you on the same wavelength and repel the rest. And mm. um, and if if people can see themselves in you and know that you kind of, you're their kind of person, um, that's who you're here to serve. So I'm here for entrepreneurs often people who've got a big message that's why they want to do a podcast because they've got they want to make an impact and they've got a deeper message to, to say then um and so they love the idea of a, a longer form content or a more intimate sort of form content and yeah, yeah I tend to attract change makers and things that are passionate and multi-passionate people because we're all the type of people who will have a podcast and because I love that you can have deep conversations and connections and all these sort of things I um I know that my people are like that too. So I, basically my podcast has morphed from starting out as being 
a lot of tips and tricks, which I still incorporate, but now I'm bringing more yep. of myself and my personality and mm. my realness and my behind the scenes and, and which again, <laughs> I've listened to your recent podcast. Uh, yeah, sorry. You, you, you were talking, you were, oh, sorry. Can you hear me now? Yeah. You cut out for one word, something just before you said about, uh, which referenced my podcast. I didn't know what that oh, word you said. What was I talking about? Um, I don't know. I was, I was about to say that I listened to your podcast and yours, you were talking about doing the same thing, about getting feedback from the people you work with and bringing more of your personal and stuff into the, into, into the podcast. So mm. we're on a similar journey there. <laughs> yeah, bringing more of, yeah. Hey, I just want to quickly jump in here to tell you about this awesome new training that I've put together. It's called the three steps to get to 10K a month as a coach. Now, if you're a coach and you're currently making under 10K each month and you want to know how you can get there for yourself, how you can be doing 10K months, month after month, then you probably want to check out this really awesome training. I've kept it short, only goes for 14 minutes. You don't even need to opt in, so save your email for another spammer. To watch it, head to www.lukepage.com.au forward slash 10k i'm gonna pop that link in the show notes but anyway let's get back to the episode so um i mean this is interesting because we came here talking the goal to talk about kind of content and if hey if we get there let's get there yeah i I, I, as opposed to jumping in there i'm kind of liking the combo because you know someone listening to this is they've most likely clicked in to listen to this because we're talking about a podcast so you know that the listener um, right now, Livia most likely has a podcast, yeah, mm-hmm. or they're planning on launching a podcast. So we know that, yeah. Um, now, our original plan was uh, to speak to Livia, was going to chat to about um, us with how to. Oh. Um, can you hear me? Yes, yes, I can. Yeah, how yeah. to maximize your, con- your podcast content mm-hmm. for social media. Okay. And so I could, yes. We can, We've we, got on all sorts of t- tangents. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. we'll go on tangents, but um, what like we can go there. But I just want to like I want to like sit here for a moment, right? Because okay. um, it's just still valuable to the listener, I believe. Mm-hmm. And that's about what do I talk about? What are my topics? And then you're saying that you're talking about a little bit of everything. What do you mean by everything, though? Can you like be a bit more specific, just so someone listening? really hits home with what you're talking about because they might be like, oh, what do, I, what do I talk about? And can I veer off my niche a little bit? Uh, okay. Well, I mean, there's lots of ways to find things to talk about and and we all, I, I guess, know. I, what I'm doing pretty much is blending a couple of approaches. I'm blending the mm. strategy about the, like, marketing stra- strategy and um, things that will be helpful to the listener that they will relate to. So understanding who yep. you're here for and what they might need to know about. And there's multiple ways to – the questions that are always asked over and over again in Facebook groups, the things that you help your clients with. Um, uh, you know, these days there's ChatGPT to, to get ideas for podcast episodes. There are mm. loads of ways. You know, I do have a, a downloadable if anyone wants it, you know, of, of ways to get episode ideas. But – Aside from that, I think it's just going around with the lens of noticing uh, what your take, listening to other, like you can listen to other podcasts, for example, or just your life and having that lens on where you're noticing that you have a bit of a point of view or something or someone else has shared something that you think is interesting, um, Mm. but you can't share it in the same way because you're not them and you don't want to just be regurgitating what they said and be you know you can google any information but if you can share it with your lens and your stories of your life examples um then that's what's interesting like i'll I'll talk about anything now as well Mm. i'll kind of try to blend a bit of stuff that people need to know like from podcasting and tips and stuff but i think I don't want to just stick to that because I think otherwise once people have got their podcast set up and been on that journey, they might <laughs> go because they're set up now and I want yep. to just have, have a relationship with entrepreneurs and continue it so it can be more broader about anything they might be facing and I think people are whole-ass human beings, you know. <laughs> so mm. if you have 
anxiety or something like you've talked about recently (laughs) Mm -hmm. or you've got um, frustrations with your kids or balancing being able to fit everything in your life or you're finding I've noticed that I'm starting to do stuff where I'll do five minutes of this or that to fit into my life and so I think oh I can talk about that so that's something I plan to I haven't done yet for, but I'm doing these little sessions throughout the day for example of four minute yeah. Tabata sets <laughs> you know four, minute four minutes to fit, four minute sets of Tabata for example Tabata 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 oh you know it's like a 20 seconds on 10 seconds off eight rounds of exercise, mm. you go hard for twenty seconds. So, oh, okay. right. so you know, <laughs> I can share. I can share anything that I think. Of. Look, I'm getting <laughs> things done by making micro steps, and this is working for me. And I'm going to share it on my podcast. Yep. So it's just having the mm. lens of noticing what you're doing and seeing the content in it. Mm. So you've got a podcast called Magnetic Pod, and ultimately, mm-hmm. if you had to sum it up, it's for podcasters so whether you've got a podcast whether you're thinking about launching a podcast um it helps you kind of get it set up and growing is that if you summarize it, is that what it is if i had it summed it up that's the end goal i guess is because to be honest i guess as a business point of view i want to attract podcasters or potential podcasters don't i but broadly more yeah. bro- if i take a step out a little bit those people are also whole ass human beings with with a life that are multifaceted so i don't i do share a lot of tips and stuff on there but i also talk about mm. other things that to appeal to a whole complete human being holistically yeah absolutely totally get yeah just like when i spoke about you know it's kind of like my mind's mainly for coaches and teaching the strategy behind growing the business getting clients marketing sales but then you know our last episode was three things to do to when you've got stress and anxiety, something like that, right? Yeah. So you're doing, done, you're doing a similar I've done a similar thing. thing because I found that yeah. if I'm not functioning right, then nothing's mm. working, including the business. So, yeah, you, mm. doing those things that you shared, that's uh, yep. really important because I, um, I think in my episode I talked, I don't know if I used it in the title, but I talked about the golden goose. You're the golden goose. So doing that stuff is looking after you are the business. So, yeah, you got to look after mm. yourself. The golden goose. Talk about anxiety. <laughs> um, common thing is people getting nervous with doing podcasts, especially if they're new and they're interviewing guests. Um, you you must have gone through the same thing experience, right? Yeah, unless I you're, think. Unless you're superhuman. Do you have any <laughs> tips? Like, do you have any tips on how you kind of overcome it to say, for example, you got it. It's all good when we're recording by ourselves, but if we've got a guest on and we're not used to doing it, um, like, did you do any specific things or do you do any specific things? I mean, I, I still get it to some degree depending on who I'm speaking to, yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, if I've been following someone for a long time and then, you know, I look up to them and I get them on, I, uh, I've still, I still get nervous. So um, is there anything particular that you do? Uh, I think basically all, like anything that helps um – calm your nervous system which is kind of the things that you spoke about recently or even <laughs> i sound like mm. i'm stalking you i mean but anyway like the cold showers you have cold showers now like, that's a thing right that can it's yep. a nervous system it's, it resets your vagus nerve and all that so any of the you can you, youtube all the all the things on how to reset your vagus nerve all those sort of anything that can calm your nervous system down the thing yep. with podcasting i guess is it's it doesn't have to go out live right so there's you can reassure yourself that uh also you can hand it to someone like me to to polish if you do feel like if you go along and you go oh my god cut that bit out that was so embarrassing oh god sorry Olivia you know you can (laughs) you can leave that that kind of stuff in but I think you have to be willing to make mistakes and uh like you said, if you're going to be an entrepreneur, if you're not willing to be brave or um, be uncomfortable and all that kind of stuff, then mm. forget about it. But I think usually being worried about it, taking the action removes the worry. Like the the fear and the and the overthinking and all of that stuff is more scary than facing whatever the thing is that you're scared of. And the more you do it, the less the less it'll be a thing. I think people think about podcasting for years before doing it and it yeah. doesn't have to be 
doesn't have to be all that. It's really a mind game. So, oh, and also you can talk to someone. I mean, that's part of what I offer is a, is a service. Um, it's more than just the the editing and the repurposing and all of that sort of stuff. It's someone that you can touch base with and go, was that crap or does anyone listen? Or was that, you know, is that even interesting or what should I do next? Like I can be a sounding board. And I know for me, there's been times where I've needed that. So I guess Mm. I give to my clients what I know I need. Sometimes Mm. you can get up on your own head and you need to speak to someone who gets it in the same way that, you know, you you would do that for your coaching Mm, clients. That's it. That's a unique perspective because you've got uh, psychologists and counsellors, for example, but um, they've got no idea what it's like to be a podcaster. So for you to be able to, you know, you're experiencing it, you've been through the same feelings and then to have a chat to you, that's a a unique service right there. I like it. Um, (laughs) So content, yeah. So what's, um, if someone's, we're recording our podcast and what's generally like the typical goals when it comes to podcasts? What do like podcasters want? They've recorded the episode. What's like the most important thing to them? Do you feel and do you see? Um, well, I guess well, building up the basically creating something that would be suitable for from basically the ones that I am dealing with. They're doing it for business, right? So there's hobbyists and all sorts of things, but. Yeah. Um, most people are doing it because it's part of their business. So, uh, so yes, creating content that would connect and get you in front of eyeballs, obviously. Um, I generally think it's a good idea to have something of value or some easy ways for people to find you. Sometimes I'm surprised when, you know, I look in show notes and can't easily find how to connect with the person, <laughs> you know, what's your, mm-hmm. where's your website, you know. Um, and As if in you have the... A free- um- the, like the the host you're talking about, or when they have a guest yes, on, or you yeah, kind of like, like I've both. I've, I've found some Sometimes podcasts where they're they're providing all this great content. Like there was one I saw recently about health or something, and I thought mm. all I could find I was googling her. I, I I'm a listener. I'm trying. I'm working hard to Google her, and all I can find is about the podcast, which is great. <laughs> but is she selling something? Yeah. Does she provide a service? Like you want to buy make it stuff. easy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, you know, um, make it easy. But mm. And so getting it in front of growing the podcast is a longer-term thing. But I think a shorter-term thing is that you can use it as a, like I did when my first time I did a podcast, as a, as a networking tool so you can find out who you want to meet uh, and collaborate, do um, collaborative podcasts where you get on each other's podcasts like we're going to do you can have your clients on it's always great to have your clients on because in a natural conversation setting you end up with video testimonials because if you're recording on video um and so you can grab all those snippets and quotes and get the transcript and you've got you know how you should get testimonials off people but it's a constant um, a constant challenge to people to get right around to writing it, or it could be a bit contrived if it's not not contrived. Mm. It's genuine, but you know they'll write something that's a bit bland or whatever. But yep. if people are having a natural conversation with you, they're probably going to say um, all these things, and then you've got mm. it there. It's gold. If you ask someone for yep. a video testimonial, for example, they'll feel uncomfortable and self-conscious. But if you're interviewing them, uh, then you've mm. got all that. So it's just basically. It's a good one. It's a gold. The thing I see with podcasts is it's a gold mine. Gold mine. Um, mm. I was listening to one the other day too. That it was basically that she had. It was taken from a course that she does so you get to get a, a sneak preview of the service so it's just it's just what I love about podcasting is that you can it is extremely versatile so it's here's a podcast it did ticked all these bog, pod, um, boxes it was here's a sneak preview of what it's like to work with me it's yeah. here's this client of mine who's raving about me all the time it's the yeah. pod, the, the, pod, the host was drawing all this information out of her out of her guest which showed how good she is at being able to bring things to light and mm-hmm. as they brought things out they made it she managed to get all this information about what her ideal client is and what they really need and she kept digging deeper and you'd get all this information out and then I'm thinking all of that stuff again was a sales page rating to happen they just create they hit so basically doing a podcast is like um I guess they call it cornerstone content right where it's like 
an absolute gold mine of deep, full of all this stuff that you have. So you could just publish it and think in terms of growing your podcast and your downloads, but you've also got this research that you can chop up and have a ton of um, video clips out of it. Potentially, Mm -hmm. like I have another service side note, which I call Shine Online, which people ask for. I don't think it's not on my website, but it's for the people who find it hard to sell themselves or show up or do the podcast. It's just I interview them to get the same Mm -hmm. effect of um, getting them animated and in a relaxed setting of talking about what they love and what they do. And I can pretty much get between 20 to 30 video clips out of it. So I'm saying that just to illustrate. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have one podcast episode, you can milk it till the cows come home and get it to feed everything else so people think of it as a lot of work but it actually can do a lot Mm. of heavy lifting for you especially you know if you outsource and get some help with the with some of that as well which of course i do yeah sweet shameless shameless plug let's (laughs) let's like go plug away plug away it's what we're on the the luke page podcast we don't mind (laughs) the guests having a plug (laughs) i'm plugging as well we're both plugging everyone so I like what you said about um, milking. This could be the title of the episode, How to Milk a Podcast Episode for Everything It's Got. Um, yes. So let's, like, <laughs> let's go through that. We got, so we've recorded a podcast episode. Mm-hmm. Can you just give me everything that we should do with it to milk it the most we possibly can. That's I reckon this is cool combo right now. Now you've mentioned that number one is in the show notes. You have to have you know some sort of website or you know you have to have your social links. It's got to be you got to direct them for somewhere. Picture it. Someone's listened to your podcast. They're like, oh, I love Olivia. Um, <laughs> I want to find out more about her. They go through the show notes. You got to direct them somewhere. So that's make the first it easy. Thing. Yeah, yeah, make just it make easy, it easy yeah. for people. Uh, So make it easy for people to find you uh, and preferably I like to have some sort of freebie or, you know, lead magnet and see if you can get them on your email list. Um, So you've got that. And put this in the show notes. So show notes, you're saying chuck like a lead magnet in there. Yep. All right, beautiful. Does the lead magnet need to be related to the podcast episode? Or can it just be kind Whatever of- works for you. I often find I'm, mm. I, I end up wanting to do that because I'll be talking about something and I'll just go, I think I want to supply a lead magnet that relates to the thing I'm talking about. But to be honest, that does also create more work. So sometimes you can just have the same thing over yeah. and over. And if it's like done is better than perfect, you know, that's fine. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, if you got, you know, you're on your 200th episode, if you've been making lead, <laughs> a new lead magnet per episode, you're like, whoa, I got 200 lead magnets. Someone's like, hey, have you got any, you got anything of value that I can have for free from you? I'm like, well, funny you ask. I've got 200. Exactly. <laughs> so I just book of lead do the magnets. thing that works. <laughs> Oh, gee. I'm sure there's someone out there that's got 200 lead magnets. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> All right. All right. So, that's yeah. a good one. So, yeah. So, we've got to have number one in the show notes, uh, make it really easy for them to connect with you and follow you or, you know, go next steps with you. And then number two, chuck a lead magnet in there. Good one. Um, mm-hmm. How else can we milk a podcast episode for everything okay. it's got so there's not even number a drop th- left? Okay, number three is um, have the video on. So, uh, like, some people just don't want to. So I do just think, you know, do you and back yourself and go 100% with your approach. But there are so many more things you can do if you do have a video. And videos are very powerful these days. And they're very popular form of content on things like, you know, um, all of the places people look basically TikTok and YouTube shorts mm. and uh, and reels and stuff. So that way you can be sending them back to your podcast or just creating simply good content that gets you your presence, you know, does some of the heavy lifting of creating content for all the platforms. You can have a presence everywhere and by creating a, a thing that you actually own, like you pretty much own a podcast whereas a social media platforms are powerful and, and you, you know can leverage those too but you never mm. know when um 
someone's account's going to get banned or never some know. crazy stuff. <laughs> so it's yeah. it's nice to have a thing that you have more control over. So yeah, so there's videos mm-hmm. you can create out of it. I got a then, question on that. Got a question yes. on the video. And yes, you, I, I agree with Instagram. Sometimes I'm worried about mm-hmm. okay, am I going to get banned for this content? Am I going to not going to be able to get my, back in my account? Uh, my podcast, I'll never worry about ever. So yes, that's mm-hmm. so true. My question is, Olivia, yes. what do we do if you got someone who's scared of doing the video thing? They got a podcast, they've been doing the audio, they know they should be doing the video. They're like, oh, I don't feel comfortable. What can you? What advice? Mm-hmm. Someone comes to you and goes, Olivia, I want to put my video on, but I'm scared. You're tell you got to put some video on. What do they no, do? actually, I don't particularly push for people to do video if they don't want to. Um, you don't take them out to the Westgate Bridge and just say, hey, look, <laughs> No, you know? no, no. I think if they want to, they'll get there when they're, when they're ready. Sometimes you can decide if it's a fear thing, then I'd probably encourage, encourage them to overcome that because it'll be liberating. So Yeah, it's a fear thing. We'll say it's a fear if thing. It's a fear, if it's a fear thing, then I, I probably oh, yeah. would. If it's like it's just not a practicality thing because I do have, um, I don't know, some, someone who likes to, you know, she might do it up at five in the morning and she really doesn't, you know, when the baby's asleep and it's a newborn mum or something and it's just not practical and... Yep. Whatever, like if it, you've got to do what works f- for you if um, if it's going to be too hard and you just, you know, want to, <laughs> want to be a bit presentable and not in your pyjamas or whatever, um, <laughs> then the no, I, do, I do support. <laughs> okay, actually, yeah, that's a good way to embrace it. Welcome back like to that. the Pyjama Podcast. <laughs> I love that. Is that, is that taken? <laughs> yeah, looks uh, ain't a thing. Yeah. <laughs> But um, if it's a fear thing, you know, I'd just say get a ring light. Ring lights are great. (laughs) Get a a a ring light. It makes everyone look better. Get on the ring. Um, (laughs) uh, If it's a if it uh, if it is a fear thing, I would um, I would encourage them to to have a go. Taking action is basically the best way to to overcome fear because otherwise you just paralyzed so um yeah i think it's liberating to just have a go and take take action but if you need someone to to chat to then then i can certainly do that if that's what people need to do because sometimes they might need to do something like get the story they're telling themselves out of their head and once Mm. they say it and actually hear themselves they might realize that (laughs) maybe they're blocking themselves and it's not not valid and they yeah. So they might need someone to talk to or they might need to just journal. What are you yep. scared of? Is it real? The thing that you're scared, mm-hmm. scared of, will it really happen or won't it? What can you do if it does happen? Is it that much of a big deal? Yeah, get out the rubbish in your head. <laughs> Empty the mind. All right, so number four, <laughs> What's what else are you you're thinking of? Uh, basically, you get into a flow and you're saying all this stuff. So besides the... Um, videos you can also use that for for copy to go anywhere really so um there's a you can get transcripts from lots of platforms these days so you can use that to to capture things you said to so you can massage that into a nice written post or you can get someone like me to do that um or you can you know just grab a quote and put it on a quote card um when I say massages, because basically when we talk, we meander a lot and it doesn't necessarily <laughs> work well as a written caption, but you can grab quotes <laughs> or, you, or you can uh, you can get the meaning of what was said and just tidy it up for for a, for a written post. But yeah, you can use that. That becomes a lot of written posts, that, written content that can be a blog, can be a newsletter, can be a LinkedIn article, can be um, lots of things. So it can be repurposed in lots of ways and you can get a standout quote and use that on a quote card on Instagram and instead of sort Mm. of quoting something wonderful that Brene Brown said you know she's got enough publicity (laughs) but if you're saying something (laughs) I love Brene Brown she just I've listened to her talk and basically everything she says is quotable but Mm. if you've been talking on a podcast you've probably got something you can pull out that's that's in your words and you're the person you need to promote 
Mm, that's a good one. So we've got um, kind of like transcribing and then from there we can mm-hmm. pull out quotes. We can pull out um, blog posts, written posts, emails, all from this one episode. Unbelievable. What I like <laughs> about this is that we're repurposing the same thing. We're, we're so, when it comes to content, there's so much pressure to keep up with what is labelled consistent and enough, yeah? Mm-hmm. Which, you know, there's the message that you've got to post seven times a day and all this stuff. So there's a <laughs> yeah. major confusion. I know a lot of people, including myself, you know, you feel pressure to post content. And if you're not sure in your content strategy, what I mean by that as in you're not sure in regards to how much is good to post each week for you, then mm-hmm. you'll be heavily influenced into, oh, I've got to post every day. I have to post every day. And then you'll end up hating it. And then you'll be mm-hmm. burnt out because you're like, oh, I've got to think of a new idea. I've got to think of a new idea. I've got to think of So I love that because that allows us to, because, yeah, posting our message is really important, um, but that allows us to kind of kill two birds with one stone type thing. We've, we've recorded our podcast, yeah. but then we can make multiple um, bits of content across different platforms. Mm-hmm. That is awesome, Olivia. So good. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Anything else when it comes to the milking the podcast episode? <gasps> oh, okay, no, just, um, yeah, for basically anything that's written, it could, you know, if you um, have, it could end up as copy on your, it's just the gold mine that you can go to to find so that people, that any copywriter could know what you stand for so it can end up on your sales page and stuff like that. But apart, apart from that, I guess what comes to mind is is the networking side of it. Basically, you've got a, a lever- you've got a platform and a leveraging tool, and you can invite people to use your audience and scratch each other's back and do the same <laughs> and share, share their audience. And it's um it's a way to so it's a way to network, create marketing content, and repurpose all with one activity. Mm, that's huge. That last one, the networking. Um, mm. I think sometimes it gets overlooked because people are just thinking in terms of mm. just the um, the listeners, which is huge. Yep. Um, we do care about creating great content for the listeners, but there's this whole other aspect to to podcasting. What else with the so okay? So apart from when you have guests on your podcast, right, or whatever, even if you're on someone else's podcast. Um, Apart from, unless we'll just say that you interviewing someone on your podcast, apart mm-hmm. from them delivering value to your audience, when it comes to networking, collabing, what are you getting out of it? What's the specifics that we get out of it? Um, it, it depends what your personal goals are. I mean, for me, for me, I like to be quite honest. I like. I'm very grateful to be here in front of your audience. It's a whole new audience. So for me, I mean. Woo! The value Woo! is <laughs> let Olivia heal. Yeah, I can hear them I mean, shouting. They're like, yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. I mean, the quickest way, you know, to grow your audience is to get in other people's in front of other people's audiences. But if you, yeah, um, if, if you want to get on other people's podcasts, it's my belief that um, you've got to provide as much value as to the person who's putting in the effort, have it, who has the podcast. In this case, you. Um, You have the podcast and I have huge respect that you've got the commitment and you've got the work associated with it. And so I I do think that if you're going to be on someone's podcast, then think um, how much value and what can I offer to show gratitude and more than show gratitude, actually give something tangible if you can. Uh, in return so I mean being on each other's shows is one but if you've got anything else as well you know just Mm. um, reciprocity I think is what it's about in podcast networking yes Um, I want to talk about before we conclude this episode Mm -hmm. I want to talk about your approach for getting on my podcast because I loved it <laughs> Thank and you. You you probably get the same, but I get a lot of people asking me to come on my podcast, and I would say 
10, 5 to 10%, I actually say yes to. So you're that 5 to 10%, which, whoa. (laughs) Okay. So tell me what you loved. All right. Yeah. Um, So you've done something right. Yeah. Before Mm. I tell you what I loved about it, I'm, I'm, I'm curious to, for you to share. So just everyone knows, Olivia reached out, um, Olivia's team reached out to, to us and basically um, kind of introduced herself and just said, hey, um, you know, are you interested in doing like a podcast swap type thing? I come on yours, you come on mine. I'm curious how you did it, yeah, how you got my email, for example, um, what's your process? So can you give us like five, ten minutes of just like – because I think what you did, Olivia, is something – podcasters need to do more of it's such a good smart thing to do so sharing what you've done because like i said you're good at it because you cut through all the people that don't get through yeah because they (laughs) they approach it the wrong way so the first thing is is that um what's your process for getting on other people's podcasts hit me okay well it's kind of a oh you're like come on luke wait is this a new podcast episode? <laughs> <laughs> this is something so that I'm doing as a uh, kind of beta testing it and using myself, I'm going to be honest, using myself as a bit of a, a guinea pig because I know my clients would need this too. So it's like a beta. Mm. So if anyone's interested and wants to be in the beta yep. group of uh, Get in the beta pros- group. <laughs> of the podcast Get in guesting. The beta group. But yes, so I was talking to my assistant and basically asked her to go out and do the research in, and look up the particular genres, which was I was looking at entrepreneurship. So look in that genre mm. and go through and find ones that you think will be um, suitable. And, and then I'd... And where um, are you looking? We work together. Uh, the podcast, basically looking through. You can look through Spotify or Apple or, or wherever. Um, yep. And then... Got her to do the work of collating all the <laughs> information. So you're, swiping. So you're on <laughs> you're on the podcast Apple app. You're going into the entrepreneurship, the genre, the entrepreneurship, and then you're just swiping, looking at okay, who could be potential podcasts that I could go on. Is that mm. right? And what's yes. determining who could be who? What's determining who makes the short list? Um, basically, as as long as it was, um, I guess I'm interested personally and in, I deal with a lot of coaches, so coaches, entrepreneurs, marketing, um, basically something that I could potentially offer value for. So if it's um, some of them, some sometimes I, I'll look at things that are outside the obvious too because if I was just to write something, I would think, okay, I can talk about podcasts. I'll talk about podcasting and that's it. Yeah. Um, but sometimes I'll look at things that are outside the box because I'll realize that there's a personal side to my life that I might still be relevant to. So sometimes these little media sheets or whatever that you come up with might not be all encompassing. So yeah. um, I threw, I did throw the net a bit wider because sometimes – and I, I wanted to get someone out other than myself to do it because if I, I found that ideally the correct way, <laughs> being honest, the correct way and the way that you're supposed to do it, the way that is good to do as well is listen to every single um, podcast and listen to specific episodes and tell them I listen to this episode, I listen to that episode. But I thought I don't do it. <laughs> Like I, anybody got time for that? No, not only the time, but then you'll overthink it. You'll overthink it. it. You'll go. You'll rule yourself out of going for a particular podcast, and you'll 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 just yeah block yourself, or you'll you you, you just you're too close to it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I found it was good to just get um, my assistant to do the reaching out so that we could start a conversation and. and Basically, it was natural selection. The people people would people would get the email and um, and they would reply if they knew that they were that there was something that made sense for them to reply to. So, so, um, so, do you do you look at and go, okay, out of these podcasts, who, what, out of these podcasts, what audience can I give value to, or 
is it an audience overlap? So, for example, you know, your audience is a part of their audience or is it purely I can just give value to these people? Because, for example, I can give value to a bunch of people who would never buy from me. Yeah, I could go on a podcast yeah. and give a ton of value. Could be a could be a, an, an anxiety podcast, right? And, hey, mm-hmm. I've got some tools dealing with anxiety. So I can jump on there. Now, none of them are never going to buy from me. So is it like anyone you can give value to or do you specifically look at, okay, where could my audience be? And then that's the, for that's the, the for the majority, factor. yeah. For the majority, I would um, definitely be focusing my time on things that would not waste anybody's <laughs> time. Occasionally, mm. I will think um, sometimes there's some overlap in niches. Um, for example, <laughs> to get a bit, well, it's a bit personal, but I have sh- shared it publicly before, so it's. But I realised last year that I've got ADHD, and then I've realised that don't we all, don't, don't we, we all, don't we all, every, and then I've realised that does. every that's that's exactly right. Every so that's where I'm going with does. this. I've realised that pretty much every entrepreneur has it, <laughs> which means I could potentially be talking on a podcast that was really not about entrepreneurship, but was about that because yeah. chances are the Venn diagram <laughs> would overlap pretty well. <laughs> yeah, yes. So, you know, so there's those sort of things to, to consider because you're thinking my audience is a whole complete human and a lot of them have, you know, if you're talking marketing terms of avatars, you know, my uh, my avatar is, her name's Jenny and she's got ADHD and she's a coach <laughs> and she's got yeah. kids on the spectrum and she's trying to figure out how to, what school to send her son to and, mm. you know, like so there's there might be some Venn diagram type things where these factors overlap that, that yeah. it, it might be worthwhile. But, you know, the hardcore like the 100% um, check I suppose would be in front of other marketing and entrepreneurship type audiences would be the, the standard I guess that I'd get in front of <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm. Okay, so you sort out, you have a, you go into the genre of entrepreneur, you find podcasts where you're like, okay, my audience could be a part of their audience and I could give him value. What's your next step? What do you then do? You've got a list of, a short list of podcasts where you potential podcasts. What do you do then? And then I basically offer, um, then I basically think, what have I got in my toolkit that would be of value to this person? person uh and and what do they care about and because i am very mindful because i know i i know when you've got a podcast i've heard people say about how will i get podcast guests and like that's not hard everyone wants to be (laughs) everyone wants to get in front of your audience like that's that's the easy part okay Mm. um so if so if you want to be on someone's podcast what's in it for them so that's basically what i came at it with so Mm-hmm. If I can be on your podcast, then then you can be on mine, and you know. And if we record videos, then hey, that's kind of what I do. So I can do that for free for you. Is give you some of those video clips out of it, um, and I'll share it far and wide. Because basically, you know, sometimes you get someone who comes on the podcast and never bothers to share it, and you're like, well, bloody hell, you know. <laughs> and you're not supposed Darn to. It. It's not. <laughs> And it's, and it's, it's, you know, you can't make them and they don't have to, but yeah. let's take be honest. Take back all the you, nice things you, I said about you. <laughs> let's be honest. If you have someone on on your podcast, you do hope that they will <laughs> share it and help help you grow your podcast. You've just put them in front of your audience. It'd be nice if they sh- shared it. So basically mm. I'm empathizing with the person who's receiving the email and trying to genuinely give them as much value as I can. As a yep. as a thank you and as more than a thank you as a tangible reciprocity situation. There you go. All right. So how do you get the email though? Ah. Uh. <laughs> oh, there's, uh, there's secrets. You're gonna have to come into the better program. Yeah. That's the beta program reveals that one. All right, let's not worry about that. There was an eyebrow so raise. <laughs> so yeah. it's basically you, you determine the podcast, um, go through a list, you shortlist them, defines the one that you want to be on. Um, mm. The main point is, is that this podcast 
needs to share some of your audience being there and something that you can give value. You then mm-hmm. reach out to that person. You can reach out to them in an email. You can shoot them a message on uh, social media and you speak to them what's in it for them. So it's all about, hey, um, here's my pitch. I'd like to come on your podcast. Here's what I can give you. Here's what I can provide for you. Um, sweet. Now, thank you for sharing that. Um, <laughs> you asked what made me sit. I don't recall your exact email, but you're obviously here. But when you were kind of explaining a few things, I think for you, number one is I don't like when people, um, because what the, 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 the kind of the sales thing going on at the moment um, and if you did do this, well, I guess this is a little bit awkward, but anyway, who cares? I don't think that you did do it. Um, I'll take it on if I did. What would it, what so, does it hit me? Well, well, no, I, because you mentioned it, so I assume you didn't do it. But um, there's like a typical thing where people like cold messaging and um, the old way of cold messaging was, hey, Olivia, what's going on? I've got this awesome product. Do you want to buy it? Now it's like, Oh, we slow down. Our cold message is step one, insert a line or a sentence showing that I know something about you, which is just BS. And I can't stand that. Surface level. So maybe you didn't do that. Yeah. Maybe you didn't do it because that's what everyone else does. Hey, Luke, just looks like your podcast been doing great things. I'm like, mate, that's. That doesn't mean anything. Or, hey, Luke, I just saw one of your posts labelled, just saw your podcast labelled, just sorry, just listen to your podcast labelled three things to do to relieve stress and anxiety. I'm like, no, you didn't listen to it, all right? <laughs> no, you didn't. No, you didn't listen to it. All right, if you, if you did, tell me exactly what it was about. So as soon as someone does that, I instantly go BS and mm. I usually shut off, right? If someone just tells me straight, I prefer just to someone go, hey, Luke, i got this awesome product and this is what I'm doing. Oh, you know, I want to come and here's my plans. I'm like, I just respect that. I just respect the honesty. So I assume, Olivia, that you didn't do that. Um, if you did, oh, well, who cares? You're still here. The next thing <laughs> is, um, the next thing is, I think when you were talking before is that um, not only did you say, hey, I can come on your podcast and here's some ideas, which that's the first gate because I'm like, cool. And I'm like, yeah, good. My audience can get value from that. So you've ticked the first box, right? Mm-hmm. Then you said, so it's like, okay, what oh, yes. I can so Did I forget to say that? Yes. You've got to say, yeah. make it easy for people to know what you'd be talking about. Don't make them do the work of figuring it out. Yes. Yeah. Good one. Thank you. Don't think. That's Keep the going. first thing, right, is mm-hmm. because all I care about is making the best podcast ever. How do I make the best podcast ever? Give crazy, awesome value to my audience. That's all I care about, right? Mm-hmm. So you've come in and you've ticked the first box with what I care about. Then you've gone into the second box, which is what I care about, which is me exposing myself in not that way. <laughs> hey, get your hair out Get your clothes back. Really? Put your clothes back on. We'll turn the video off. That's... <laughs> That's why I don't do a video podcast. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a cracker. Hey, I hope you're enjoying today's episode so far. Make sure you click subscribe to stay up to date because we release a new podcast every single week. And if you're getting value out of this, then share it. Share it with the world. Share it with someone that you know that would also benefit from it. And hey, tag us over on Instagram at Luke underscore page and we'll give you a shout out for the support. Thank you so much. Let's get back into this. So um, the second thing was you said, hey, and if you like, you could come on my podcast. I'm like, ooh, interesting. What's her podcast? And you're like, here's my podcast. I'm like, okay, cool. My audience could be on that podcast. I'm like, cool. Second win for me. And then you said, which I love because I do it, and it kind of shits me when other people don't do it, talking about what you're talking about. And you said, and I'll even make some content for you. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> easy. <laughs> Boom. So that's why you got through, Olivia, because you ticked those three boxes. Number one, you gave specific examples of what you can. Sometimes people message me, they'll message me and go, hey, Luke, um, you know, I've got my CEO, David Gretzky wants to come on and talk about um, the debt ceiling. And I'm like, my audience don't care about the debt ceiling, mate. All right? So it's like completely irrelevant, right? They're just doing a big, massive bulk email. Um, 
so yours is personalized it was relevant and then it's like you know you also said hey you can also leverage my audience and then you said you would make content for her. i'm like tick 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 bang she's on okay so um well done olivia now <laughs> everybody we're gonna wrap this thing myself up a color. <laughs> Yeah, I just want to. Um, I just want to say, go follow Olivia for starters. Where she's going to reveal her, her uh, Instagram or whatever it is in a moment or website. Go follow her because the fact that she got through the gates with me, yeah, the five <laughs> to ten percent that do, means that she's doing something right. So I'm going to vouch for you, Olivia. Thank you. So Olivia, Appreciate where can that. anyone listening to this, where can they find you, follow you? Okay, uh, it's uh, um, Livy Music Media everywhere. It's L I V V I. So that's the handle on Instagram and and TikTok, and that's my website, livymusicmedia.com. So either way, and um, then I've got freebies there. You know, two hundred freebies you can get. Sure, she got two hundred freebies. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a checklist. I've got the must-have checklist. Stuff, That's it. anything you want to know. Yeah. As, so. so, as soon as you as soon as you opt into one of her lead magnets, she's got this automation <laughs> set up where you get emailed every two seconds with a new lead magnet. <laughs> two hundred seconds, two hundred lead magnets. It's the amazing, the worst, amazing off ever. Every a lead magnet, every second for two hundred seconds. <laughs> no one's going to sign up now. Oh, oh. <laughs> so good. Yeah, that was fun. So good. All right, thanks, uh, Olivia. And is thanks, there? Did Luke. you want to talk about? Did you want to quickly mention your beta course or anything like that? Or uh, just just follow me. Send me a message if you want to know more about it. If you get a freebie, I'll let you know about it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So go reach out to Olivia, um, message her, and say just let her know that you listened to this episode. And what was the what the biggest takeaway that you got from this episode? But Olivia, thanks so much for coming on, and uh, it's been it's been fun. Yeah, it has. Thanks, Luke. Hey there, I hope you loved today's episode. If you did, I would really appreciate if you could leave us a review on the platform that you're listening to this on right now. You see, your help and support allows us to spread this podcast across the world and we can't do it without you. Apart from that, make sure you're following us over on Instagram at Luke underscore page.